Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen with The Makers of Minnesota. And if you're like many of the entrepreneurs that I talk to, social media gives you a pit in your stomach. It's a chore. You don't like it. It's hard to figure out what you're going to post about. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it and I'm good at it and I will help you be good at it too. If you need help with your social media strategy or you just want someone to do it for you, I am your gal. I am taking on some new clients for 2021 and really we need to get prepared because all of a sudden business is going to start humming along again and I would love to help you have new followers and new pairs of eyes on your accounts so that you are ready to take the world by storm. I can do press releases. I can help you have a public relationship strategy, or I can just simply help you do social media to get it off your plate so you are not dreading it every day. Feel free to reach out to me at shansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, shansenmarketing at gmail.com and let me know how I can help you up your social media game in 2021. This is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And I'm trying to think. So I owned a printing company, was my entrepreneurial life, and I sold it. I think it's been four years now. And my printing company was called Prince. And somewhere along the line, I ran across a company called Alora Ambiance, and I am here with the owner today, Therese Gibbons. Therese, do you remember printing cards with me? I do. I do. P-R-I-N-T-Z. Yes. That's correct. Yes. And I, I, I really always liked your company. I, you guys do uh, scented diffusers. And then somewhere along the line, and this was probably like two years ago, I was at some event and I got a little sample size of a, a scent that you guys had. And I think it was, was it Verde was the scent perhaps? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the perfume that I want. This smells exceptional. And it was an oil, but I just loved it. And so I've been trying to find it ever since. And I finally found it. I contacted you on your website and I'm just, I'm so glad to talk to you. You make some of the most beautiful smelling things in the whole world. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, after 20 years of doing this business, I, I'm not lying when I say it's really nice to hear from, from customers and longtime customers. Like yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty, I feel pretty grateful. How did you end up in this business? And do we call it like sense? What, how do you describe your business? Well, I, I guess I describe it as home fragrance, but yeah. you know, we're known for, my sister and I started the business. And again, it's been 20 years and it all started in Italy. My sister is 10 years older than I am. Our mother died when we were young. And shortly after that, she met this guy, played uh, um, hockey for the Gophers, wasn't good enough for the NFL. So went over and at that time in the Dolomites in Northern Italy, hockey was huge. So she's 23. He invites her over there. We all said, go for it. Life is short. My mom had died. And uh, so she did that. She was there 15 years. But after I graduated from St. Thomas, she kept pounding me saying, come over here and live with me. Life is short. My dad, of course, was like, you got to get a job. You need a 401k. <laughs> but I, I, he's 88 now, but I totally did it. And the first year I went over there, I studied Italian at this teeny little school. At that time, she lived in Lake Como too. So it was, it was fantastic. So we spent a year, I studied Italian, we cooked, we traveled. It was just 
we still talk about how lucky we were to have that experience. You know, we laugh about it. We cry about it. We had so much fun and we realized we were really lucky to, to be doing that together. I came home for the summer and then I said to my dad, this is just stupid. I'm going back. You know, I was in my early twenties and you know, who cares? So yep. I went back and I ended up teaching English to these two gentlemen that had a business in London. And Anne and I had always talked about doing something together. We didn't know what that was going to be, but there was this similar product. These diffusers are very common in Italy and we just loved them and we used them and we thought, gosh, why don't we create our own version of this product and bring it to the States because nothing, it didn't exist here. And so we did that and we ended up moving back to, we're from a small town in Southwest Minnesota, small farming community, Jackson. We moved to our family farm. It was my mother's we inherited a farm and uh, we spent the first nine months hand assembling all these diffusers. My Again, my dad at the time was thinking we were crazy. And when we got over this phase that we were in, we'd get real jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was just like, we didn't use the internet then. We used the yellow pages. We found this gentleman in, in Minneapolis who would fill all our products. And we found perfumers on the East Coast. We still use the people that make our wood caps out in Maine. It's been 18 years. And then at that time, you know, it wasn't, the internet wasn't like it is now. So I would use um, InStyle magazine because InStyle had this section of like hot stores in each city. Yeah. You, know, you got to be the best beauty boutique, the best home um, decor. And so when we traveled, we went to New York, California, San Francisco and Chicago. And we just would walk in with our little trolley of samples and ask to meet the manager or the owner. And I think at the end of that year, we had about a dozen accounts. And our first account was in Toto in Uptown, which was pretty cool. I still yeah. 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 That was, those were the good old days. It was so fun. Even though it was scary, I look back now and it's like, ugh, we were just so eager and not afraid. And we were hand assembling everything and seeing all this product we put together. And yeah, it was so good times. So at this point, you guys have how many um, cents in your line? 15. And you have the diffusers, you have candles, and yep. you had kind of a, you made a product that was really cool that I don't think you're making anymore. So I want to make sure that I tell you, I hope you make it again, because it was amazing. Yes, yeah. Uh, it was like a rollerball fragrance that the packaging was really beautiful and your scents are great. Like, I want to wear your stuff. I don't want to just smell it in my home. Right. And that's, so what we did is you know, we had the diffusers, my sister in this partnership, she is the nodes. So I, I always say, I can't take credit. She created all the fragrances. She's picky. She has a sophisticated nose. So she was always the one working with the perfumers. And after a few years of selling the product, people would say, I want to wear your product on my skin. And we tell them, well, essentially you can, because the components are, it's like personal fragrance, it's alcohol sure. and then oils. But she was eager to, let's create a fine fragrance. And we were selling our product at Barney's. So we got to go to Barney's. And then you go to Barney's and you see the fine fragrance counter and you realize, whoa, this is the big leagues. This is, these are amazing scents. And so she and I created this Trevere oil, which is what you're talking about. And, and Trevere was my mother's maiden name. We created those and it was a completely different experience. Everything for Alora is made in the USA. Um, you know, like I said, the caps come from Maine. Everything's fulfilled in St. Paul. Fragrances come from come from out east, but Trevere, we used a big, big company in New York that, you know, that's what they did. They made perfumes. And so that experience was great. We learned a lot, but there were there were issues with the packaging. And so 
we decided to to close that business. But I still have a lot of product and people, they're just like you. They love it. They love the scents. My sister, you know, because then she could spend more money on the ingredients because it's a fine fragrance. And sure. She did the Gardini one. She lives in Hawaii. So she has Gardini in her yard. And yeah, it was it fun. Really, uh, Gardenia, it's funny that a lot of this kind of keeps coming back to your mom because that gardenia smell there was a there was a fragrance that Estee Lauder made that I think they still make it called White Lily yes that yeah. sort of had this gardenia type fragrance and it really reminded me of my mom and when I smelled this I was like oh that smells like real gardenias like I'm a gardener and it just I love that fragrance so much I'm actually wearing it right now in your honor and smelling mm-hmm. it you had the fragrance piece and then decided to not keep doing that. So you're now in the home fragrance line. Is this a super competitive business? Like it just seems like it would be. It is. And that, you know, when we started, we were the first ones. So we'd have to explain this concept, diffusers, what sticks, I don't get it. Now we don't have to do that anymore because there are diffusers at all price points. You know, we have direct competition at the higher level, but you know, I think Costco even sells a, a diffuser. So our, uh, you know, those good old days when we were the only diffuser out there, they, they ended because all of a sudden we had competition. But I got to say, we're in business 20 years later and we have such loyal fans. And I, I, I'm so grateful because it feels amazing to me to still be around, especially after this last year, we were, we had a terrific year. People like having their home scented. Um, you know, I don't think we can ever compete with candles. And we did add candles because how can you be a home fragrance line and not have right. candles? But they don't sell, you know, nearly as many as we do with our diffusers. So, um, And your candles are lovely too. Uh, I really like them. And I, I'm kind of a, I love candles, but I'm kind of a candle snob. Like I don't want to buy a candle unless it's going to smell the whole time. And, and you know what? That's one thing we learned when we were making them because we did them first with just soy but they did not throw a lot of fragrance. And when you're yeah. spending $60, people want it to smell a lot. And yeah. so now then they're actually made down in, um, in Burnsville. So select scents. We don't do them in all the scents. We kind of pick the best sellers. And yeah, this last year, you know, like what is a day? Like, do you have a factory? Do you have, how many people work for you? Like what is your day to day? Like before COVID before COVID everything is assembled in St. Paul. There's a small fulfillment company right off, right off West 7th. And I've been with them about five years. Before that, everything was done out in Hudson, another small fulfillment company. Because we used to have the packaging we first started, we had a fabric label. And even now, it's like the product is filled on a machine, but it's all hand wiped. The caps are put on. Everything's put in these boxes that, you know, they're expensive. And so it is not a mass assembled. There's two girls, Amanda and Amy that do everything. So they do all the raw material goes to them. They fill it. They warehouse it all. They do all our uh, wholesale orders and customer service. And then they process all the online business and do that too. And my biggest thing that's keeping me busy now is just the social media. We started doing the social advertising. Um, It's a lot. It, you know, I didn't have that 20 years ago. I was just on a call earlier and we were talking about the days when Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, when we first started, they, they loved the product and overnight we had, a you know, 200 sales on our website. Yep. So now it's different. You know, we're not, I'm not dying to get in magazines. Now it's who, what influencer can you send your product to? And your what do you put in your feed for your content? It's a balance of me and, and product. And so 
it's taking up a lot now that, and then um, this year we're going to launch some new products, which is exciting. I haven't done that for a long time. So when you say new products, can you talk about them yet or in generalities? Yeah. A new scent, a new lavender scent. And then we are going to do hand soaps this fall, which we've been asking a lot of people for a long time. And it's kind of like with candles, Anna and I, you know, we, we launched something that was unique, the diffusers. So then we'd be like, Oh, we don't want to do candles. Everybody does candle. How are we going to compete with Diptyque? But you know, I realize when people like your product and like your scents, let's give them more items in that fragrance. Yep. So we'll do a select amount too. We'll pick the best sellers. Isola, the gardenia, that's our best seller has been for 18 years. So it's fabulous. So I'm excited about the hand soaps. That'll be fun. Well, I think right now too, it's a perfect thing to add. Yes, you know? absolutely. <laughs> How do you, so you mentioned social media and I work with a a couple social media clients. One of my clients is kind of like you. She's been in business for about 18 years and she hates social media. She hates just being so out there and her face and she's got great products and she has very loyal following But when you look at social media and how much time she spends on it, and then she creates the the assets and then I schedule and write the content, it's, it's a lot of work. And she always is asking me like, Stephanie, how can we monetize this? Like, how do we, for the amount of time that I spend on this, is this making us any money? And it's sort of, it's like, it is in the big picture, because that's how you advertise as a brand. And certainly if someone goes to look for you and you're not there, then that's weird. And you can have brand evangelists, but it's hard to really connect that pull through at an actual sale. So, cause if you're spending, you know, a lot of time on this, how do you justify that? Or is there a point where you turn it over to someone else and it feels so personal to you? Well, I have this young gal, Ashley. Because I realized a couple of years ago that, oh my God, I can't do this. I didn't have time to do it. I'm managing all the production, all of these things. And so she's young. She gets it. She's read the articles. She knows when we need to post and does all that. But I'm also the person behind the brand. And so we do sit down we do the content together and I get fussy and I want everything to look nice, but she executes everything. Yep. And I do enjoy it, but kind of like your client, I do not want to be in every picture. I don't want to take my kids eating pancakes and get a picture of every trip we take, but we can see that's what our followers like. You know, it's funny. Yeah. When we, love we it. They, yeah, love when- all. they love the puppy. They love your Christmas tree. They love your, you know, the product shots, they don't get near the activity that anything of me does. So I guess like, I realize it's important and I do it, but I tell Ashley a lot, you know what, I can't do it this weekend. And I can do that because I'm the owner. I always feel the pull to be doing it. Oh, I should get this picture, but it's trying to find a balance and it's, it's hard. Yeah. It, she's exactly like, I can just see it on your face. That's exactly how she feels. <laughs> And she's just like, and I have another friend that I do social media for that's a life coach. And, you know, the new year came and I was kind of waiting for her direction. We have a grid and nothing was coming and nothing was coming. So I put some things on the grid to give her some ideas, nothing. I did a couple posts, nothing. And she finally texted me after like seven days and she was just like, I'm not ready. I just can't yet. And she was like, just whatever you're doing, keep doing. She's just like, again, she's like, I just find social media so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, I love to look at the, the followers I follow. I love it. I want to see their kids. I want to see their yep. history, but for it, it's just a lot. 
And so it's so nice that she has you. That's how I feel about Ashley. I mean, she can't yeah. post in my family, but she can fill in. She can do the product shots. Yeah. She writes the caption. She's picked up the language, which it's huge. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And it does just take a while to get the the voice of the brand yeah. and to be confident enough to think like your client versus thinking like yourself. And yep. You know, like sometimes there's words that I want to use. And then I think, no, my client wouldn't say that word. It's, it's not age appropriate for where she's at in her brand, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's so important, really. I mean, that's a gift for her. That's exactly how I feel about Ashley. Yeah. It's interesting. So for you as a, so is your sister, she lives in Hawaii, but she's still involved in the business. She just left the partnership this last fall. So how was that? It's bittersweet. It's, it's, it is bittersweet, but she's 10 years older. She's got a high school daughter. They travel a lot and um, you know, everything's based here. So things still happen. It's just now creating new fragrances. I think she'll still help me out because she's doing that and I can just have her do that. But we were, we had a great time. You know, I was, we were very lucky. We used to travel a ton before I had kids. And when we were at Barney's, we'd have to do training. So we'd go to all these great places and meet all the staff. And um, I was super grateful. It was good. I th- I feel like travel in some ways, because I'm a big traveler, and I feel like that feels really lifestyle driven by your brand too, because I feel like the smell of a place or the scent of a flower or it's like smells bring you places or remind you of places that you've been in a very different way than visuals, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about some of the places that you've traveled, are there any that have given you inspiration? Not as much as they have my sister. It's only because, like I said, she's the nose. And so certainly Isola, you know, that's the gardenia scent. And again, it's been a bestseller. She lives in Hawaii and her husband, whenever we were there, he'd always pick them in the morning and then come and set them right on her computer for her. That's what it smells like. Totally. And then the jasmine. An open window. Yeah, it's, it's good. Jasmine too, Dewey, that's another bestseller. That's one of our original three. Um, You know, I love the smell of jasmine. I garden a lot. So I always buy it in the summer and try to pretend I live in California and (laughs) You know, Toscana, that's one of our newer ones that was inspired by Italy. It's just the gardens and the freshness and the markets. And I think you have to do that. And and I, the other part of that, it's, I just did an email this week where so many of our fans will say, oh my God, I love Douay. It reminds me of the Millican Creek Inn in Napa Valley. I went there with my husband on our honeymoon. It's that smell of jasmine. I got to have it in my home. And, and they do. And then they use it for 10 years because it's special. Yeah. One gal said she liked gardenia because it reminded her of a garden in Paris, which is kind of different than where you think of gardenia. But for her, she's just like, oh, I love that smell. And that's, I, that's fun. I'm know? very excited about your lavender because one of my memories of life that I know I'll have it for the rest of my life was being on a sailboat with my husband and being in Croatia. And going to this island and sort of coming off of the big water and coming into like a channel where you're starting to like get closer to the island. And the first thing that we, there were all of these cicadas. It was like the loudest noise I've ever heard in my whole life. Just this humming of cicadas. But the second thing that I remembered 
was this smell of lavender. There's a ton of lavender that's grown on these Croatian islands. The topography is very similar to Italy. Okay. okay. And you would just, as you got closer to the island, you could just smell lavender like crazy, like a candle, but it was growing. And as we'd walk on, you know, we were walking around the village and as we'd walk past the plants and rubbing them in between our hands to release the scents and a boy, like every time I smell lavender, I think of that trip and what a great trip it was. So again, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I really relate a lot of scents to places that I've been and makes me happy because I feel like we haven't, I mean, we haven't been anywhere for nine months. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're not alone. People, people definitely feel that way. Yeah. And the lavender that, that we're doing is a more traditional lavender. So. Yum. Okay. Well, I'm really excited about it. Um, are there other play, other businesses that as a Minnesota person, you feel like are cool maker businesses? I always ask people if there's anyone that they know or that they want to call out or that they like. Well, one of my dear friends is Tasha from Isador Nuts. Oh, okay. She lives in the neighborhood and we just walked the other day and she always brings me the rosemary nuts and they're the best. She and I met our kids went to preschool together and uh, yeah, she's, she's one of my favorites for sure. Um, And her company is named after her dad. Totally. Yep. Yep. Who passed away a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Her rosemary nuts are delicious and healthy and so I just finished off a bag this morning and I tell her Tasha, they are always good. Like that's such an important thing, the consistency in your product. I am never disappointed. And I think of, you know, for me too, it's like, you know, these people, you, I've thought about changing manufacturer vendors for the, for the fragrances, but I don't want to mess around because I don't yeah. want someone that's used Due for 15 years to email me and say, what in the world did you do to my fragrance? Yeah. And it's you know, important. people would, you know, they people. yeah, they get used to that scent and Okay. Well, I'm glad to talk to you. I just, I'm a big fan and thank you for helping me find that roller ball. I have loved it and I'm anxious to see what happens with lavender. Well, I'll be uh, sure to get you one and you holler when you need more. more oh, what, what, what name are you going to call it? Is it just? It's Lavanda. That's okay. lavender in Italian. So all the names are Italian and, and that's Italian. For okay. It. I'm not Italian. Can you tell? <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Really fun to chat with you. Thank yeah. you so much. This is Thank a delight. You. And I am thrilled to support your company. You're a very self-deprecating person, but I think mm-hmm. you've for 20 years put out a really spectacular product. And again, when I re-sort of discovered you and I remembered thinking, oh, I printed these cards for these people. This is the company that I've been looking for all this time. So I'm really a fan. So thanks for being on Makers of Minnesota. Super grateful. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.